Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's session. Today, we are going to talk about a very exciting topic, platform engineering. But before we do that, I would like to introduce myself. People who don't know me, I'm the founder for the Canada DevOps Community of Practice. We have several chapters in Montreal, Toronto, Atlantic provinces, Edmonton. So if you have not joined us yet, I would uh, request you to have a look at our events. Our events are both hybrid as well as face-to-face. -face. So check out uh, what our community is doing in this space. What we do in this community is we take uh, several dialogues around DevOps, uh, high-tech space, uh, cloud uh, technologies, and how the tools and processes are changing along with the technology evolution. I am also the <clears throat> ambassador chair for the Critics Delivery Foundation. If you're interested into open source and continuous delivery together, I think that is one of the exciting spaces you should check out. Uh, one of my books, which I'm writing uh, right now, will be out in July. So if you're interested to know how to strategize continuous delivery in cloud, that is one of the books which will be out in July. Uh, I've also um, done some you know, contributed to some courses. I've authored some skill books for DevOps Institute. So today I'm going to talk about platform engineering. And why did we pick this topic up in the community is that we see there is a lot of dialogue interaction happening around platform engineering. Some people are very excited about platform engineering, like all of us that how uh, it can change the leader's paradigm for uh, you know uh, people like us who are facing talent shortage who are you know uh, trying to optimize how we would like to kind of converge our devops continuous engineering dialogue in into one context because uh, there is a lot uh, happening and it, there has a lot happened in this space in the past decade. Some people are also kind of uh, curious to know if uh, this would take over as future of DevOps. So let's uh, dig deeper into this. Um, these are a collection of thoughts and you know this uh, input which I'm providing you today is curated uh, content from various tech leaders which I, I bring to you today. So platform engineering, what basically platform engineering um, and why people are excited about it. Uh, there has been attraction since two, three years around this topic. And um, I think more uh, perspective was built through Gartner on this. When Gartner produced uh, this report in 2022, and um, it outlined platform engineering as one of the emerging disciplines focused on enhancing developer productivity by reducing the complexity and uncertainty of modern software delivery. So people who have been working in DevOps space would know there is a plethora of tools, applications existing today in that space. We also have several cloud providers which offer marketplace solutions, right? So it's not very easy to navigate that space as we go along, the complexity is increasing. Now, um, what Gartner had described is, it describes the practice of building and maintaining an integrated product 
which is called internal developer platform. And that is one of the core component of platform engineering. So platform engineering implements reusable tools and self-serving capabilities with automated infrastructure operations and improving developer experience and productivity. This technology approaches um, and utilizes reusable configuration applications and components and services. The benefit to the user is they have standardized tools, components, and automated processes. Now, let's uh, also take a deeper insight into when do you need platform engineering? So if you are starting up your journey with DevOps, necessarily it's not for you. I would suggest there are four points which you uh, could look at. So from a cost model perspective, uh, if you have a complicated cost model to deal with in your organization, the organization has become OPEX heavy and it is hard time for all the leaders to keep track of the cost then this is one thing which you can start looking at how this platform engineering uh, concept product and technology could help you in that direction security requirements if you have mission critical infrastructure or advanced security requirements and enhanced posture of security that compel an organization to move to platform engineering then you should try to look into it uh, with a deeper insight. Underlying infrastructure, I would also outline that do you work with complex infrastructure? Uh, you have heavy applications which rely on um, infrastructure, which is hybrid, you know, complex uh, yeah, infrastructure is, uh, um, there are several teams working on infrastructure, then this is one of the spaces you should look for. DevOps is scale. If you have passed that stage of you build it, you run it, then probably platform engineering is something you should look into and see how it can optimize scaling of DevOps and not redoing every time you start up a DevOps initiative in an organization. Another perspective which uh, I would like to highlight is from Daniel's uh, uh, keynote session at the platform con 2022 he talks about cognitive load and people who have spent like a decade or two in technology space would appreciate that when you were a developer let's say in 2000s uh, you had specific choices of like what kind of tools you had what kind of infrastructure you had what was the developer responsibility it was very very specific developers were writing code right but in 2020 with devops and everything around it i think this space has become very very complicated with number of tools applications <clears throat> and the developer responsibility also getting enhanced. A developer today has several hats. So I think the cognitive load for people working in that space, if you're a software developer, you would appreciate that, has increased substantially. As per humanitic, cognitive load on developers constantly increased during the last 10 years. More senior developers are doing shadow ops. 
and you would appreciate it when you come from an organization who have started to scale devops and you will see shadow ops organization everywhere sres are also constantly overworked and close to burnout if you have initiated a sre practice in your space you would appreciate that thinking as well now using a product thinking mindset approach can help you clarify what each of your internal platforms should provide depending on its customer now this idp or the internal developer platform which we are talking about who are the customers for these development platforms obviously your developers so again what you're trying to do is consolidate all your learning and converge them into a platform thinking which can make your developers life easy now when uh, you dig deeper into platform engineering um, there are key objectives and results and uh, i would outline four of them there can be many more but building an internal developers platform an idp is one of the primary perspective or goal which this platform engineers bring on the table standardizing and securing key delivery processes once you start building up your idp you will appreciate that you will have to consolidate the process you need to kind of ensure that you um, standardize a few components the foundational layer and also communicate to your stakeholders how this platform um, you know how they can interact with that platform now sitting and maintaining internal service level agreements also because if you have a platform you need to build it like a product should be reliable secure and easy to work with and agreeing and measuring through performance metrics so it's not something which you know you know uh, some somebody is just uh, developing in a, in in a lab i think we'll have to kind of make it more professional with performance metrics do do some reviews and to retrospective on it now taking a deeper insight into internal developer platform or idp so an idp should be built to cover four components um, uh, and or maybe primary five components uh, there is also role by uh, based access control so the four primary components i will talk about is application configuration management which is managing application configuration in a dynamic scalable and reliable way so if you have been working in um, in this space uh, for some time you would appreciate the declarative way of application configurations so maybe you would like to have a look at that aspect infrastructure orchestration again orchestration of your infrastructure in a dynamic and intelligent way depending on the context so you would like to have not only utilization performance also cost optimization of the infrastructure you are using environment and management so enable developers to create new and fully provisioned environment whenever they need so there has to be a self service capability they need to kind of have templates they need to have drive a conversation around how easy provisioning of these environments is on need basis then deployment management implementing a delivery pipeline for continuous delivery or continuous deployment ci cd so it depends on you know how do you see your ci cd uh, capability in that space maybe that's not the starting point if you are mature organization you would like to have 
more CICD services and components integrated into the IDP platform. Now, coming to the last part of it is role-based access control. So manage who can do what in a scalable way. Now, uh, the bigger question is where to start with this, all this, and you know, this product thinking can take you uh, a long time. There might be a long lead time, you know, to embrace that idea. So some of these uh, things can be, uh, you know, visualized through an internal developer portal. So if you start uh, with a well-documented API catalog, you create a marketplace of services that execute common functionalities. So already tested and ready to use services in the service catalog. And the, that those services can be enriched and maintained over time to meet evolving needs of the developer. Direct access to all the usable development and management tools. Complete documentation of the infrastructure guidelines and best practices for new component development and monitoring and observability tools. So these are some few things which you can think about to uh, provide in your internal developer portal, which will support the IDPs. Now, platform engineering principles, we should also talk about that because, I mean, Again, the conversation of like is DevOps there and you know where platform engineering fits in. I think to demystify this whole concept of platform engineering, I'll state that there are four things which you should try to kind of keep in mind. And this is inspired by the magic of platforms, uh, the keynote at the platform con 2022. I liked the picture on the right hand side, which depicts what your platform should have as a foundational capability and what is a hat on top of your platform. So your platform team needs to have a clear vision statement set in stone early on. Like what is that one thing which this platform engineering would provide to your customers, which is primarily your developers. It should be seen as a, its own product team that builds products for internal customers and developers. We are standardizing things to boost innovation. So basically freeing, freeing up the time of the developer to do the job of creating new features for the product itself. Platform characteristics should embrace low friction, transparency and shared responsibility. Taking one step forward, clear mission for platform engineering. So you think about platform engineering as product-centric mindset. So products are tangible, can be released in increments in an organization. Product also has a capex centricity in one way. So think about embracing that as well. Sourcing a product simplifies the tracking of supply chain. So it is needless to say, if every organization starts a build versus buy uh, initiative for every tool, every component they uh, want to have in their DevOps landscape, it gets very, very complicated and effort intensive. So again, you know, simplifying that supply chain gap as well as securing it in one way, 
licensing, subscription, ownership, all these things are component of your product thinking around platform engineering. And lastly, manage the lifetime value of the product like platforms, it features, how to enhance that platform, continuous innovation in the platform engineering space. All that goes hand in hand with what you, know, you would do with platform engineering. Now, platform engineering or DevOps, uh, again, there's a lot of conversation around it. So I found these bits and pieces uh, of uh, you know conversation happening uh, in the global context so sre works from production backwards devops works from development forward somewhere in the middle they meet so what is happening today is if you think about like mature organizations who are trying to scale devops that there is a potential possibility that they're overwhelmed because um, Sometimes it's hard to um, adjust the key actions and goals based on where you start from. So if you start at the SRE end and work from production backwards, uh, it has a different set of objectives. When you start to try it from the developer end, it becomes uh, a little, like different. Uh, in, in visualization. So I think that complexity platform engineering is trying to get rid of. Platform engineering is what happens when DevOps engineers and SREs start talking to each other. Different teams solving the same DevOps problem again and again is wasteful. And when you need to scale it in an organization, look into platform engineering. Now, um, I would also talk about platform engineering and DevOps engineers. So now there's another term, platform engineering. We are all overwhelmed. So what these platform engineers will do? So there was a very good blog written by um, uh, Charity, which I would like to uh, bring forward. Uh, platform engineering engineers, you know, what they do and what DevOps engineers would do. So. The expectation is the platform teams are typically staffed by engineers who are comfortable writing software because it's a product. Uh, platform teams are oriented around providing good experience for developers to self-serve and self-manage their code. Now, if you take a deeper look into it, the development style uh, from a Product engineer perspective is infrastructure is a product. Whereas a DevOps engineer would say infrastructure is a code. So that mindset needs to kind of shift a little bit towards product thinking. Another example is when you start with platform engineering, you have to gather product requirements, do user research, architecture decisions or discussions are mandatory to have optimization of internal workflows, researching new tools and developer productivity ideas, reviewing other teams' differences from for impact, performance tuning, helping other engineers own and scale their code, fixing CI-CD pipeline. These are the kind of uh, you know, key tasks which a platform engineer has to embrace. Now, when you talk about DevOps engineers, 
um, they started with a very, very different perspective altogether. The collaboration between developers and operations team, how to actually make your infrastructure space more agile, more incremental. Then, you know, there were practices like uh, CICD practices, which were also facilitating speed and, you know, meantime to uh, repair, recover, all those kind of things. So think about that. When you think about platform engineer, what he's or she would be responsible for with enabling internal teams to self-serve, their ability to run and own their code in production, creating standards, usable components and processes, defining the golden paths. Now, when you talk about DevOps engineers, it uh, looked like a little different because of the nature of the work they were doing. They were innovating that space in order to embrace agility, right? So there were like performance tuning, upgrading, reliability questions, resiliency questions, how to set up your SLOs, SLIs, how to do, you know, how to move from monitoring to observability, delivering quality experience to the customers, all that. So, Let's kind of uh, move on from that topic and uh, embrace platform engineering with DevOps. Now, answering the bigger question about, you know, whether DevOps is dead and, you know, how platform engineering will take over the world. I think uh, my take on this is implementing and adopting practices to accelerate software development. There are three of them which are very, very essential, Agile, DevOps, and SRE. I would term them as practices because uh, they have, uh, over the time period, they have matured. There is uh, a common global vocabulary for them. And there are like de facto standards, certifications available. Now, from the platform engineering perspective, the ease of integration with partners and customers, use of APIs as a communication tool to create service catalogs, enriching it and keeping it up to date. All this cannot happen without agile thinking, DevOps, and SRE practices. Avoiding technological or business lock-ins, identifying solutions that make it easy for you to switch providers and retain full ownership of your artifacts. So think about interoperability. Think about hybrid architectures. Think about abstraction layers. Think about you know building that seamless experience for your development team, which is frictionless. Uh, internal complexities should not affect the end users. That's the primary goal of platform engineering. Now, what should be the starting point for platform engineering? Uh, the million dollar question. So when you took, take a um, deeper look into um, what Gartner is saying is by 2026, 80% of software engineering organizations will establish platform teams as internal providers of reusable services, components, and tools and applications. Now, how do you actually start your platform engineering journey? I would suggest that map your developer journey. Conduct research surveys to appropriately curate the set of tools and capabilities which are required. Don't expect to buy a turnkey platform. Start with internal development portals or IDPs. Aim your early platform building efforts at IDPs, since they are the most mature and well understood species of 
platform and embed security into your platform platform must embed security into user workflows now a high level visualization uh, provided by gartner again uh, from a platform delivery perspective is on the right hand side now i would end this conversation with a small, small snippet which uh, i think you would appreciate where is devops in this and i would say platform engineering is a lot like a soup each ingredient enhances the other each batch has its own characteristics and it needs time to simmer to reach full flavor and don't forget to put devops in the mix after all it's like salt in the soup with that i would let you um, think about your next project to get you started on platform engineering so think about the leader's role in adopting to platform engineering and long term thinking to sustain the results do you think it is sustainable without agile devops and agile practices if so then how would you embrace those concepts and also think about platform engineering as one of the components in the modern software delivery projects so let's uh, end this uh, session today with uh, this point we have other sessions lined up for this uh, month so please stay tuned on our channel if you would like to subscribe do that as well as we have a face to face meetup coming in february if you would like to subscribe to that we have few leaders and members of the core team coming in face to face where you can discuss this topic and many more topics but for now i would say bye and happy learning